0: been a week. Let's recap. Uh, Where you been? I went to I went to Gainesville. I went to Gainesville. Right. Yep. Fest. Fest. Many uh,
1: friends were there.
0: Yeah, many friends were there. Oh, a lot of great bands. Got to see Smoking Popes again. Uh, got to see uh, Super Chunk, The Eradicator. I just had to put them out there. Okay, so a lot of bands that we're going to talk about probably in the next few weeks. C- coming up to... Uh, our best of 2017 music. Okay, a lot cool. of them were on my my list anyway, so we'll talk about later. But I got to see Rap Boys, Football, etc. It was awesome. And uh, it was good. It was a really good time. That it was a lot like of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to see some old friends. Uh, and at the Rap Boys, Dead Leaves, and Football, etc. show, I got to see a friend I haven't seen in a while. His okay. name is Ryan. Okay, and what's cool. interesting is really, I see him on and off, but I used to see him all the time because he was in a band called Discount. Okay, from Vero
1: Beach.
0: All right, no shit. Uh, okay, that's a good lead-in. <laughs> it really is a sweet. great lead-in, right? So, uh, I got my I got my dance on all weekend. at fest I got that flu, but um, yeah, got to see Ryan. It was good to catch up with him, uh, even if it was only like for 20 minutes. But uh, yep, uh, from Vero Beach, he his family's still there, and uh, yeah, no he shit. he freaked out because I told him what I was doing, and he kinda goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, man," uh, sounds just like him. And uh, he's like, yeah, there's a brewery that's out there. I said, that's funny, because uh, next week, I'm interviewing them. Yeah. And we're doing that today. Yeah, no shit, dude. Yeah, so it's kind of rad. So, yeah, and I know you're a big uh, Jack White fan. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, right? And uh, Allison Mosshart was the singer of Discount. That's, she's, uh, what's that band? Dead uh, Weather. Dead Weather. Dead yeah, Weather. The kills? the kills. Yeah. Dude, fucking there you love go. Kills. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to know her way back in the day. No shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Vero Beach. She Vero, from Vero Beach. It was awesome. Vero Beach was like that punk rock. I mean, who gave a shit? Like, you knew you were going to play there. If you were on tour, you're you're Braid. Uh, you're Refused. You were... Uh, the Promise Ring, Get Up Kids, Hot Water Music. While well, you're from Orlando, I mean, you're from Florida through Hot Water Music, but you knew to play Vero because of the that's Women's Club. Wild, yeah, wait, yeah, the Women's Club. That's where <laughs> well, I think it was played. called the Women's Club. The
1: Women's Club, and they would have shows there. Yeah, oh, sure. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's kind of wild. So let's go to Walking Tree. Yeah. So Vero Beach, another place in Florida. I've never been.
0: <laughs> yeah, you never been, right?
1: <laughs> What's there, man? Besides, <laughs> I don't know. Crocs.
0: To be honest, that was what. Fifteen years ago, twenty years ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
1: well, Walking Tree is there. It's a brewery. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Let's go there. Let's do it. All, All right. right. We'll see you soon. Going in. Uh, it's.
0: I went to Fest, this punk rock fest, that. Uh, and just put you down, huh? It put me down. And this used to be my favorite place. So we're in Vero Beach. This is the, the furthest south that we've ever been. This has always been my favorite city, besides Gainesville, to see shows in. Like this was the punk rock mecca in central, like to central Florida. And so, where did
2: you see shows here?
0: Okay, so Daniel, what did we say? Did it, we said the uh, old schoolhouse. The, the old women's schoolhouse is,
2: the old schoolhouse is Fort Pierce, though.
0: Yeah, the school. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I remember the women's center because that's where Bill from Discount. So, if you guys, do you guys remember Discount? I do. Like, okay, so much. Allison now she's doing. Dead Weather, The Kills, what else? Yeah, I don't we ran
3: cross-country with her brother, Matt, who was okay. engaged. Okay, I know Matt. Uh, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I, it's funny, I was watching something on Anthony Bourdain, and he was having dinner with her, and that's Matt was awesome. there. And I was like, oh my God,
3: like, that Matt's hanging out with Bourdain hair. too. That guy could run, it was unbelievable. Really? I, I, I did run. not
0: know that. Yeah. I mean, he would be in the pit, Like he would hang out, he'd be like, that's my sister. But I saw Ryan, uh, the guitarist of Discount, he was actually at Fest, and it was good to see him.
2: Yeah, I, I spent a lot of time at the old schoolhouse. Dude,
0: that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I
2: actually played there with my band in middle school. Well, okay. So what was the band called? Uh, we were called the Shatners. The Shatners. Yeah, Sh- no one no, ever heard no. of us. We we played never. one show.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> never played seven inch or anything. No, like
2: that. no, never did.
0: That's so. Funny. So, were you, so were you originally from then, Mike? Where I'm from, from Fort Pierce. Oh, okay. Born, raised. Born, like, raised. Went okay. to Lincoln
2: Park there in Fort Pierce. Okay. Uh, I moved to Arizona for a year. In the early 2000s, and I moved back to Fort Pierce, and I lived in Orlando for three years. Okay. um, Over by UCF. I worked at Underground Blues um, for a while. It was was just
0: that, no school, you just were working? No, I was just drinking and working. Okay. It was good times. Okay. Okay. And then how about you, Alan? Were you born and raised?
3: Yeah, born and raised here in Vero. Okay. Um, Went down to Miami for a few years and Lauderdale for a few years and ended up back here. Where in Lauderdale? I lived right downtown, um, did architecture school there. Okay. So lived downtown school was downtown and really enjoyed it there I left right there. before craft beer really took over I mean there was a couple spots that had a decent <laughs> tap list but then I mean I left in 2009 and now I mean there's breweries For, everywhere yeah I got it like the whole
0: Wynwood district I haven't been to Miami where I was born and raised um, almost t- 17 years had not stepped foot in my old stomping grounds and I'm nervous. I mean, we got to go down there. We got to do episodes And Fort Lauderdale as well. I had a record store in Davie, Florida, like right outside of Fort Lauderdale. And I mean, I hadn't even been to that Wynwood district, like to see Lincoln's beard, Wynwood. Oh, you know, there's so Wake many down there. So Let's many. Watch. I have never
2: many. been to Miami. Buddha. No, like, huh? I've never, never even just been in Miami, other than like the hospital and <laughs> passing through on the highway. Okay, I was gonna say what is in
0: Miami, but there you
2: go. I have no idea. Yeah. But Floridians, I like that, because
0: you guys have been here. uh, And it kind of makes you doing something this size. So I wish everybody that was listening could see how big Walking Tree is. And not only is it the size of the brewery, but also the impact you guys are making in.
2: So how long have we been open? Uh, We opened June of 2016. So what is that, 18 months? Yeah, 18 months. You guys have been open for 18 months. Um, I mean,
0: awards have come in. We'll definitely get into We've that. Certainly
2: won a couple yeah. awards
0: already. Uh, unbelievable. But how did this all start? So when did? How long have you two? Have, how long have you known each other? And how did we become? How did you guys become this?
2: So we met in early 2012. Um, I was already a home brewer. Alan was already a home brewer. Um, He was working with Alden Bing, who now owns Orchid Island here in town. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were trying to open a brewery, um, and a friend of ours set Alan and I up on a blind date. Like, literally, hey, you two have to meet and go
3: out. So never met each other prior, like no. And she even... had been complaining for quite some time. Yeah, she it had would been telling us. got a little us. out of control. She was starting to get mad at us. Like, when are you guys going to meet? You're both being idiots. Go meet. <laughs> so she literally forced us into going and having a beer.
0: Okay, so was that the date? The date was a beer. Yeah, you guys we, had a beer. Yeah, we together. went to the
3: the stamp downtown
2: and yep. had a pint and uh, pretty much became instantly friends and started homebrewing together. Okay. Like the next time we brewed a batch was I'm sure was in a week or two of when we met.
0: All right. So what was the first beer that you made, Mike? What was when you were home brewing before
2: Allen days? I think my first beer was, uh, extract IPA and it was not very good. Oh, well, I didn't know what I was doing. It was a friend of mine, <laughs> um, who said he knew how to brew and we didn't really know what the hell we were doing. And we just kind of boiled some stuff and put it in a fermenter and didn't know how to carbonate and right. you know so we drank flat <laughs> malty IPA but as, as soon as that happened I started
3: doing my research and we got a lot better at it over a couple years before I met alan yeah. Mine was a two-hearted clone that ended up being nothing like Two two-hearted. <laughs> Dude, where do you get your your ingredients here? So, if you're
0: home brewing is there a place um, locally to do that or did yeah, you have to Yeah, when to when Orlando? I first started
2: home brewing uh, Brock's homebrew supply in Melbourne was the closest. Right. Uh, now we have a couple
3: local shops. Um, yes. Yeah, awesome. Scortino and Son and, and Sebastian is uh, the closest to us. They're right up the road. Yeah. So and there was good us.
2: there was one here in Vero uh, for a little while, but he closed and moved to Arizona. So that sucks. But hey, we bought a ton of stuff. When he closed, we raided his shop and took all kinds of stuff. For like Everything must go. Like, yeah, you know, it was yeah, awesome. Always kind of wanted one of those. <laughs> So, that was nice.
0: Is there still a homebrewing thing going in in Vero, or is it...
2: There are a couple homebrew clubs locally. There's the Treasure Coast uh, Brewmasters who meet in Port St. Lucie, Stewart, which we have a lot of friends in. There's the Boilover Boys, which is Sebastian. Nice. And then we have the Red Bowie Boys, which are all lifeguards, and they have their own homebrew club. Really? All all three clubs are making great beer these days. That's so
0: great to hear, like... All right, we're lifeguards. You could be lifeguards in, in being a homebrew club. And it's they're like, very active. Oh
3: they have lifeguards. They go to all types of events with their beer. Um, they've made an amazing tap tower serving box that is like a perfect replica of a lifeguard's tower. Get the yeah. <laughs> on the side. Really? It's like
2: it's, six feet tall. It's awesome. It's huge. It has like eight taps to go all the way around. So it's like walking up to a mock lifeguard tower and pouring beers out of the side. It's pretty where, awesome. Where do they bring it? Just to like events? Like yeah, beer, beer events? Yeah, they That's do beer, awesome. uh, beer fests and stuff like that.
0: So. How's that go out here? How many beer fests do you guys get? Like, let's say in, in six months. Is it usually every other month? So there's or? really one a year. One a year. It was, okay. Uh,
3: my father was one of the founding members, like the year after I returned home from school. And I, I brought craft beer back with me. And <laughs> you know, my dad is a Budweiser guy. And so we got him into craft pretty quick. And he was like, he's a, he was the president of the Rotary Club was like well you know, as president you're required to bring in some new beer. event He's yeah like, let's have a beer fest yeah like heck yeah so it has grown from you know the thousand people the first year to six years later and there's six thousand people go to it and Holy it is, cow. it's that's a, a huge fest. event it's that's a I love fundraiser that. fundraiser yeah. for the rotary club they do a lot of good stuff in our town and uh, it's a fun day family friendly no gates Everybody can no gates. Go. It's also a wing fest, so there's a wing competition at the same time. Love that. And it's a, it's kind of the only event that's thrown on Royal Palm Point at the park. Okay. There, no other events are thrown at that park, so it's a great event.
0: So your dad was a Budweiser guy then. Uh, what, <laughs> how did you get him into craft? Was it was it hard to twist his arm? No, or? it really
3: wasn't. Hey, Dad, I made this. Try it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, you know oh. whether he liked it or not, I don't know. But
0: Did he do that? I'm proud of you. Was he like, I'm proud of you. Yeah. yeah.
3: And I... Yeah. I've been real active uh, with the Treasure Coast Brew Masters for quite a few years. Okay, and, good. Uh, Very active in the in the homebrew circuit in Florida for a few years there, and submitted in, to most of the competitions in the state, and won quite a few medals.
2: Yeah, in two thousand thirteen, we won ten homebrew medals. Holy cow! That was really the catalyst, and you know, getting people involved with this. Right. You know, like oh, these guys aren't. Just you know, fooling okay. around.
0: Yeah, you guys met in 2012. So yeah. here in a year, you get 10 medals? Yeah. Shit, and it's like, that's amazing. That yeah, is amazing. Yeah, at the,
2: you know, there was a homebrew competition even at the Vero Beach Fest. Mm-hmm. We took okay. second and third. Holy shit. That's, that's
3: first and second at the Palm Beach uh, Fest. Yeah,
2: the one downtown. There's a couple in Palm Beach now. So, and yeah, uh, we won at both of them. Yeah, we won first and second prize there like a month later. Um, we won at uh, the Gainesville Fest, the Hogtown. We won. Oh,
0: Hogtown, yeah. Yeah, definitely. we won. And okay. then,
2: then a slew of other ones. And that's yeah, pretty hard uh,
0: to win at. Hogtown's pretty big. Yeah,
2: we won it's a gold Pretty big. That's for that's Scotchelle. awesome.
0: <laughs> Damn straight, that's really good. We
3: yep. won for the We won,
2: wine. Yep, we won Best Florida Beer as homebrewers. Uh, we got a bronze, I think. Yeah it's like all there you're yeah, just
0: I mean, like I, oh, five
3: refrigerators in my garage all at different temperatures <laughs> my wife was very happy when we opened this place yeah like those fridges that as we hear people. like uh,
0: usually what this is episode 40 now and it's just like you hear that the garage starts to like yeah. become more smaller now like, it's just like i mean like the tight tight garage and then as you open that brewery it's like i have a garage again and it's like yeah, yeah. the
1: wives get very yeah. Happy.
0: in the
2: beginning we were brewing at my house and then we'd load his truck full of fermenters and drive them to his house to to ferment because i didn't have any place with the fridges okay i would keep all the homebrew gear so it was like half of it was at my house and other half is his so when we finally got married with this place um <laughs> you know, we had a place to put it all
0: and that's for the 3 a.m. Uh, untapped check-ins. for yeah, right. all those yeah, beers—those yeah,
3: were some long days. He they're would like, hey, do they're a double here. Double batch on his system, and I would do a double batch on my system. We'd end up with eight fermenters at the end of the day.
2: Yeah, so we were simultaneously double batching as homebrewers. That's crazy. It
3: was, it was a lot, lot of fun, work. but yeah. you know,
2: your wives only let you go and homebrew—you know, one day a month. You might as well—is that it? Do it right. I know other listeners
0: are going hey, honey, look, they got to do it once a month. Like, My wife I need to, to do, do whatever two. I want. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Or she did until you had two kids. <laughs> and then. But, okay, so now we're in Vero Beach. Um, a lot of listeners, even, I mean, we get a lot of listeners out of state, but in-state might go, all right, what is in Vero Beach? We are home of the Dodgers, so congratulations to them and their National League win. Uh, did awesome. not win the World Series. I was at Fest when I think, oh, no, I was home by then. But uh, I was interested. This was a damn good World Series. I'll give it to them.
2: Uh, and we are on Dodger Road, right? We are on yeah. Dodger Road. Okay. So it's now historic Dodger Town because they don't actually do spring training here anymore. No, they don't. Okay. Um, which is unfortunate. Where they move to? California. Yeah, I want to see. Oh, yeah, no west. out west. Okay. Well, so it made like, a yeah, lot more sense or, for them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, historic sucks. Dodger Town. Uh, if you walk out our back door, you can see baseball fields from here. Okay. Um, we're right here on the airport district. Uh, so this was a Navy... Um, training center during World War II. Okay, uh, that's why we have such a huge building. This was a, the aviation supply warehouse for the Navy. Um, and what else is in Vero? There's a ton of great stuff in Vero. We actually have three breweries now.
0: I know, so in the city, right?
2: That's awesome. Um, we have another one in Sebastian. Sailfish is in Fort Pierce. Right. Hop Life is in Port St. Lucie, along with Side Door. So if you do come to the Treasure Coast, there's. Six, seven breweries within an hour of each other. Do you guys do one of those ale trails? That, we absolutely I know Central do. Central Florida, yeah.
0: Central Florida, we have one. Uh, a company that I have, Hop On, we're like really pushing with that as well. So, yeah, like I actually own a company now, a bus where we take you all around Orlando That's breweries. Awesome. Yeah, and I love that. I love, I love how we have these now in Florida. Like Florida is it. It's becoming. It's amazing. Like, the big Napa Valley, however, there's all those vineyards. But if you just take us and you stretch it long, we could do it. And and I'm proud of you guys. I'm glad. Because when you think of Vero Beach, like, many people don't really think. And I actually, I would come here for spring training. My grandfather was really good friends with uh, the Hirschheiser family. So when I was 9 years old, 10 years old, I got to meet Oral Hirschheiser, hang out with him at spring trainings. And there's, there's photos. I think my wife has them somewhere. I need to put them out. And, uh, and you guys give pride to that, too, because um, one of your beers... I'm a huge Mets fan, so one of your award-winning beers, which we'll talk about... Oh, no, I, actually, we don't have it poured, so we could talk about the Duke Snyder. I mean, Duke Snyder. Who named that one? Who, who's the uh, baseball we did, fan?
2: Um, well, so if you look over there, that long table uh-huh. uh that's the original bar top from duke snyder's bar that was here in town so that table was full of baseball memorabilia the whole 53 dodgers there's a picture of the whole team signed there's a handful of duke snyder holy cards in shit. there uh, there's actually a bill murray card in there uh, from when he was a team owner
1: holy um, shit okay uh, so when you that. Have
2: to read yeah, hell yeah. go after yeah look um so we ended up with this table um, we still have a couple pieces in the back we haven't turned into high tops yet. It's That's just so full rad. of Dodger memorabilia, and it actually came from his bar that he owned on the beach. So, why did it close just after uh, his
3: passing family didn't want it anymore? Don't kind of thing? Um, yeah, I don't so know. It took a say, while to even find the name of the place. You know? Yeah,
2: so I want to say he owned, had it out on the beach for a while and it closed. Um, and then our plumber who built helped us with the building got the bar top somehow and put it in his bar. called Mad Max's. Okay. And then when he closed that place, oh. it went to his barn and it sat for 20 years. Holy shit, really? So, and here it is. And then he was like, hey, you guys want this bar top? Yes. I was like, well, at first you were like, uh, I don't know, what is it? And then he showed up and oh, they okay. were like, ah, yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, that believe me, right. people wanted to drop a lot of stuff off here during construction. A lot. It's of a stuff. big place. It is. I, I guess
3: you could get away with that. Yeah, yeah we have a, a little private rental party room. We call it the Arbitrarium. It's <laughs> full of many Mem- odds and things. ends. Hey, you guys got some
2: space. You want some furniture? Hey, you yeah. want these church <laughs>
0: views? Hey, you want this table? And it goes back a little, I guess. Yeah, 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 I'm looking at that room. I mean, again, this is massive.
2: I, I love this place.
0: It, it is beautiful. Where are we? So um, when was this building built? What
2: What is this? Uh, so this building was built by the Navy and, and finished in 1945. OK, OK.
0: And so, so we're right across the
3: street from the Vero Beach Regional Airport um, and Piper, where they make and, Piper Aircraft. Okay, it's right across the street.
0: And what was it before you guys were here? Was it It's anything, been a it just... number
3: of tenants
2: since the city took it over in 1948. Uh, there's been an ice plant here. There's been a mill okay. workshop here. There's... Uh, been all kinds of stuff most recent company
3: appliance uh, moving and storage company it it was fun for the first few months of being open people would come in here and be like my dad used to have a whatever over there and here and like (laughs) so many people were like certainly heard
2: you know i grew up in this building you know because their parents worked here yeah and they come in and they go and i never knew it was so big because it was full you know back in the day when we took it over there was a wall that separated this half from that half so when you walked in the door, you only get to see half the building. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. So, and so did you have to knock a lot down, huh? Yes. I took 70,000 pounds of drywall out of here. That's a lot. Holy shit. That's it a was. lot, man.
0: No, I love this. I'm company. glad I had a tractor. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so what does the city think of this then? Uh, are they happy that we have a the brewery here? The city has been
2: awesome. Good. Uh, we've got nothing but um, great praise from the city. They were really good about our lease, um, and Good. everything. I mean, uh, when the city council approved our lease, cause it still is a city building, um, they were so excited. They almost forgot to vote.
0: Oh, really?
2: They okay. Really and then uh,
0: rumor has it, you guys, uh, one entrepreneur of the year. Uh, how'd that go? So what's that, that was, what's that
2: like? What is that like? That was pretty neat. I mean, you never expect that when right. you're just trying to get free beer for life. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, you know, a lot that goes along with that is, you know, one, opening a successful business, but two, giving back to the community, um, making this really a hub for the community. Uh, last that. night, we had all six candidates for city council. Here, we did a open forum where the public got to ask questions. They were all up on stage. A little debate going, like, like a town Yeah, a little hall. bit. Yeah, a yeah. town hall meeting right yeah. here in the brewery. So, you know, awesome. we do a lot of stuff like that. And obviously, you know, it shows through. And we got a pretty cool award for doing that that kind of stuff.
0: It's awesome. Uh, The thought again, like I really feel this could be a community place to be. I I think this, like you look at this place, and beer usually brings everybody together. It should, as as it should.
3: It's definitely what we wanted to accomplish. There aren't a whole lot of places that you can rent in this town to have an event. Um, the, The few places that there are are just, you know busy they're they're played out on this you know so to have something new and fresh for fundraisers for nonprofits has been really cool really huge for us Um, you know we we've raised a lot of money for a lot of different nonprofits in town yeah let's talk about some charity people come in here that have never been in here before and they're like oh my and they come in because of this certain nonprofit that they're linked to and you know we have been open a year and a half and still people come in I've never been here I can't believe it I didn't even know you were here so it's been a, a, a good trade
0: what are some local charities that you guys work with?
3: Oh, gosh, the list is it, huge. It is, right? Okay. So, I mean, the okay. Rotary Exchange, the lifeguards, the firefighters, the Veterans Council is huge. We do a lot with them. Um, CCA, the
2: Coastal Conservation Association, uh, Humane Society. Um, Just plenty. Good yeah, yeah, for yeah, you. Boys so and good, Girls good, good, Clubs. Good. Yep, Boys and Girls um, Club.
3: The uh, Humanitarian Center. Uh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> good. Yeah, I'm looking around trying to remember. I mean, the list is just, we haven't, we've probably said half of them. Yeah, it's, um, it's pretty wild.
0: Um, I mean, this is only 18 months, though, that you guys are working so close with this, and that, that you guys are unbelievable. Yeah,
1: That's I mean, really it, great.
2: it came to the point very quickly that we have a full time event coordinator because of the amount of stuff going on okay. here. Uh, it's just ridiculous. We couldn't, we couldn't handle it alone. So, yeah, we have a full time event coordinator, and she. Mm-hmm works constantly with all these people
3: to make sure that we throw cool events and we try yeah. to good so. I mean, birthday parties and uh we've had you know it's it's cool to see grandparents their kids and the grandkids all running around that's awesome yeah, yeah. you don't see that yeah. very often
2: yeah we did a um an after party an award ceremony for the skimboard competition and at the same time we had a full skate park with a half pipe set up in the parking no, lot oh shit that's so cool really um, yeah you know that was beginning of september for skim jam um there's just – some of the events are it's wild. A we do uh, uh, Ignite Wrestling, so we had professional wrestling here twice. Here? Yep. Yeah, there's a stage. We set up a full wrestling stage right here in the center underneath the American flag. Legit, as legit as it And gets. they're jumping off the top and doing flips and crashing into each other. Oh, I would, I would jump up there. I would come off there. I did yeah. uh, I
0: did a weekend at the Dudley Boys uh, in Tampa, nice. and i uh, never doing that again. It was a joke. Uh, a friend of mine and I <laughs> did it. Holy shit, it
2: hurts, but I would – it looks like it hurts. Yeah.
0: It hurts. It hurts. But it's fun, man. Like wrestling. I will never do it. But I want one re- I wanted one match. I will do it.
3: There's also been real wrestling here. We've packed oh, yeah. the building for a... Jiu-jitsu, Jiu-jitsu, Jiu-jitsu training. training okay. yeah. Seminar.
1: Shit.
2: Uh, I love it. Anybody listening is going, okay, so this is where I book my this, this, this. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's,
2: it's been wild. Um, it's Having this much space allows us to do some pretty neat stuff.
0: So one month. You guys are open for one month, let's say expectations then? Do you remember the expectations you had for your first year? Was it, Oh yeah, I, we're going to have wrestling here, we're going to have music here, oh, we're uh, going to have skate park? No. Uh, so yeah, what were the expectations Most of first? that stuff
2: we never expected. Um, we knew we'd have music, we didn't know where we'd put it, uh, we had, took a couple tries to figure that out. Um, but, maybe
0: in the room, or like maybe yeah, you uh, know, over, there, or over there, but then it's too yeah, loud at yeah. the
2: bar, and we put them over there, and you
3: know, we it's taken time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that first month was just... I mean, this, this is a, a pretty big undertaking. I think for me, it was, can we pay our bills and get a paycheck?
0: Right, You're right.
3: Like, is it going to work?
0: And by six is it months, work?
3: how'd that
2: feel? Like now now more paycheck things are happening. Paychecks started to trickle in. We started to get <laughs> caught up. Right. Um, by six months, you know, actually less than that. You know, we opened in June. By November, we were booking parties over and over uh the end of november we had a wedding here the day of thanksgiving um they got married right in front of the brew house i mean stuff like that started happening so fast that you know that's when we took on the event coordinator and amanda's been absolutely awesome and
3: we had 25 christmas parties for different
2: local companies (laughs) Uh, all in december there'd be two going on at a time and we're we're mostly booked for december already that's awesome we have Uh, wedding receptions and parties and birthday parties booked all the way through March, April already. It's just been insane. I love it. I Um, love it. So, uh, let's start talking about some beers because,
0: uh, I have six in front of me. So usually we, um, Oh yeah. And you guys might need some. All right. So before we start talking about an award winner, let's, uh, let's start with maybe a favorite, a local favorite.
2: Um, so, I didn't actually pour you our best-selling beer. Okay, um, that's fine. I gave you some specialty stuff. Let's do specialty Alan, stuff. you want to grab a Sandy Feet? Oh, that means more beer. But <laughs> That's okay. Nah, um, you no, know, it's, so it's not that Sandy early. Feet is a beer that I came up with at a home brewer. Um, okay. The recipe's changed a little bit over the years, uh, and it changed quite a bit, actually, when we came here and brewed it on a, a big system. Right. Um, but uh, it's an American wheat beer. Okay. and it's our take on American wheat beer there's no spice there's no clove um, so it's uh, wheat pale ale basically um, we try to keep it nice and bright it's, yeah, it's dry hopped color. with crystal okay um, it's got 40% malted wheat in it uh, 6.4% which you can't really tell that it's that strong yeah, right um and it goes down super smooth, and we smooth. kill it with that beer. Wait a
0: minute! I cheated. Here, guys, cheers. Yeah. cheers. Hi, I have
3: to do this first, right? Yeah. Thanks, guys. Ah, good. I think it's. Oh been no, that's a, more for me now. <laughs> it's, it's been a great entry-level beer. I mean, it's mm-hmm. malty. It's hoppy. It's got some talking points. You know, we're a very, very young market around here. Orchid Island's been open for a few years. They were right. first around here, and they, okay. you know. Um, they use a lot of local citrus. You know, we're well-known for our citrus. And he's done a great job of introducing people to craft beer in this town. But still, I mean, we get, even to this day, people come in and they're like, I don't like beer. What do you have? You know, and, and yeah, it's, this been a, is... it's been a great entry-level beer, crossover beer for people.
0: Yeah. And as cold as this is, like, this is so refreshing. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's hot out. I mean, we're what? Maybe mid 70s yeah, perfect. yeah, high yeah. 70s in here right now. this is yeah on this, a summer day this is rac
2: yeah <laughs> yeah right on a That's summer right. day it it certainly does get warm in here but when you're sitting at the bar and there's a fan blowing on and you have a cold beer it's not that bad this is great man yeah it's really crisp too thanks
3: and
0: this was one of your home brews then huh
2: yep, yep. i
3: would say that would was originally proud.
2: supposed to be our beach beer Yeah. You know, what do you okay. get when you go to the beach yeah you get sandy feet um which is always fun to say but uh and then when it evolved here, um, it's a little stronger than I ever made it as a home brewer, uh, just because we're getting better attenuation. Right. And, you know, brewing on a pro scale is way easier than home brewing. <laughs> it because <is>. the <laughs> equipment's designed to do it instead it of me yeah. designing it. Um, and what equipment do you use? Are you uh, we using? are in a 20-barrel, uh, two-vessel system made okay. by BrewFab in St. Pete. Okay, and so, we're, we're about to add a third vessel, uh, Whirlpool, and we're about to add two more twenties, three more forties, and oh a twenty shit. barrel and a six barrel bright. Uh, so we'll be up around three hundred and twenty barrels of fermentation capacity. So
0: then we'll talk more about distro in, in a bit, then, because that might be yeah, the, absolutely sounds like we're, that might be happening. We are more growing than, quickly. Yeah, that's really quickly. That's impressive, man. That is, and, and I can see. I've already, you know, this is my second beer I've had of Walking Tree. And I'm saying, like, I would love to see more happening in where we are. Uh, again, we'll talk about distro in a bit. Um, the name. The name. I love the name of it. Where did that come from?
2: The name of the beer? Or oh, no. Of... I'm
0: sorry. Walking Tree. So yeah.
2: Walking yeah. Tree, um, we struggled over names for a while. Uh, I wanted to originally call it, that was before I met Alan, Banjo Brewing, which now oh. there's a Bangin' Banjo in Florida. And everybody yeah. told me you can't name a brewery in Florida Banjo because we're not in the hills of the Carolinas. So I abandoned that name, and um, we were searching. Um, so my wife and I, we homeschool our kids, and we were doing Florida studies, and we came across an article about how the Seminole Indians, the name, what they called okay. the mangrove, was a walking tree. Okay. And it just seemed to fit. You know, the mangroves, what holds Florida here. Love uh, it. You right. know, we're out on the water a lot, kayaking, fishing, and it just seemed like a a good a good base for us is the mangrove tree okay and uh i like i see a lot uh you have you have
0: stay rooted on a lot that you guys do so with walking tree stay rooted not gonna say it's a uh, you know either way but we're to stay rooted come? yeah a, yeah right i don't want to like to use that term but uh, so stay rooted let's let's talk about that what, what brought us to stay rooted so, i mean walking your, tree
3: isn't literal You know, the trees don't actually stay. Exactly. It's a nickname. Right. Um, Yeah, Stay Rooted. We, like I said, we try to be involved with the community as we can be. You know, we we go out and and volunteer for all types of things around town. So, Stay Rooted is is really about the community and the relationships that you build and, you know, give back. Mm -hmm. Keep a small head. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's 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 right, start. So I, pour,
2: I poured pour a bunch of beers down. for you. Yes, um, I'm gonna take okay. you in a kind of odd order of how I poured let's them, do it. just so. Okay, It's yeah, yeah, yeah. um, probably the, the first you're <laughs> gonna have is this guy over here. Okay. That is Volksmarch, um, okay. which is our Oktoberfest. Oh. So we're it's almost gone. So it's a Marzen. So it's a traditional German lager. Uh, you're gonna get a little bread. You're gonna get that nice toastiness in it, and then a nice malt backbone. Yes. Um, this is what I'm drinking now. Okay. Um, pretty much constantly because it's going to be gone soon, and it's not going to be back till next I was year. As you say,
0: it's gone. <laughs> You're just We're only going to make that all. one once a year, so I'm getting <laughs> yeah. my fill of it while oh, I can. Multi, I love it. We're no, no, really not... happy with that one.
2: We've
0: ABV tried. on this? What's ABV? five seven? Yeah, this is good. I could definitely. So
2: it's actually on the the lower end of the Marzen style. Mm-hmm. Um, for an, you know a fest beer, you can do lower, but a true Marzen, I think goes from five six up to the high sixes. Yeah, I like this a
0: lot. I'm Would sad you? to the Oktoberfest go already? Yeah, you know, that was. It's fast. such a
3: great style. It, it is. really is. Yeah, it's and, one that got me into craft beer. Really, it was the old Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Man, that beer came out every year, and it's like right. I was excited about it. So
0: it yeah, what was, was the first beer ago? that
3: you guys got? Craft beer that got you into it, Alan. What was it? Um, I have two, okay, or three. Uh, so I. I used to hang out at Titanic they had like, open mic jazz nights and um, had some buddies that played and so I, I didn't even know that it was a brewery I went there for the jazz uh, it's right across the street from UM in Miami and I would get a flight of beers which was the first time I had ever seen such a thing I was like a flight this is awesome um, so Titanic beers and then I was reading a Playboy magazine and reading there, yeah, Reading. there was a full I don't page. Get it. I
1: still like think the articles are great. Right, there was it's a full page
3: asshole. review on three philosophers, Omegang's quad, and I had never <laughs> read about beer like that. Before. Right, and it was like eleven percent alcohol, and I was like, "What? You can have an eleven percent beer?" That just kind of blew my mind, as it. So you like the higher. The higher ABV? Uh, nowadays, that's not what I keep on tap in my house. No. No. Really? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> yeah, uh, no. Yeah. I um, still still need that yard work beer. But yeah, that was that was it for me. I seeked out three philosophers, and that might be kind of the start of my bottle obsession hobby. Okay. Yeah. But that that seeking and finding and enjoying was was happen. a really cool experience, and I've been hooked ever since. Okay. Yeah. Um, I spend. A month in England
2: when I was 19. Yeah, and yeah, okay. got to drink a lot of English bitters and yes. some good stouts and stuff like that. Um, and that was my real introduction into craft beer. Because at that point, you know, I was one underage, so it was anything I could get my hands on. Yeah. Um, and then when I, I moved to Orlando in 2004, I worked at Underground Blues, right. which, you know, was the best craft beer bar in Orlando at that point. And I did there, tapped out and drank a hundred and some odd beers. You did? And, yeah. Okay. I was one of the members of the tapped out club. That's awesome. Um, uh, actually, one of my friends had the record for doing it in the least amount of days. She did it in either 11 or 12 days. hundred beers in yeah, 11 days. I literally carried her out of there one night. Um, yeah. So once I was there, you know, I got introduced to so many beers. Uh, I think Prior Nine from St. Saint Ber- Saint Bernardus was the one that I liked the most. Right. Uh, cause we normally kept that on tap. Um, but, yeah, that was my start. And then from there, I was anything I'd get my hands on. And what is one of your go-tos? What is, like, one of your favorite beers just to go to?
0: Like, if you could have that in the fridge every day, every day, and not get sick of that one beer of mine or in general. In general. Let's do in general. Mm. And then maybe we'll talk about yours. Yeah, let's do in general. That's a tough question. It's one of the toughest. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if it's ever been answered cuz I will get a text or an email later going, "Oh, you know what I should have said?" and this yeah. is, yeah. For me. And we don't it was... ask it a lot.
3: We actually really don't ask this a lot. This might be our sixth or <laughs> there's there's, right there's one six, beer nine. that stands out to me that I don't know if you guys have ever had it. It's a uh, Sailfish did a collaboration with I believe it was 1010 10, or no six ten. Six ten. Six yeah. ten. They yeah, did and a tempo, kettle sour yeah. boysenberry. No, I never had it. That was amazing. I got a keg of it for my house, and I think about that beer all the time. Yeah. It should have been in $15 little fancy bottles. It was amazing, and I had a keg in my house. So I miss that beer all the time.
0: I know of a 1010 10 collaboration beer that I'll I'll ship to you guys. I'll send it. Our beer comes out in uh Ten days now? Uh, well, something like that. Yeah. So they brewed 18th. with them. Yeah, yeah I we saw that, with that online. That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, we did the greetings from what pales, yeah. So we have a what pales here coming out. So yeah, awesome.
3: yeah, and we'll definitely send you. Um, I hope
0: it's good. I hope it's good. No, it is. I actually got to taste it. I don't want to.
2: So before we yeah. opened the brewery, uh, probably what I bought the most was Dale's pale ale. Okay. That and highlight. But I, you know what? After over the last couple years. I don't really drink IPAs anymore. Isn't it nuts? It's kind of faded yeah. from what I want. I don't want that big hop.
3: I want a nice, light, malty. And where yeah. are you going towards now? Okay, so there you go. We have uh, 18 beers on tap of ours and one IPA. Well, two. We have a Session IPA. Oh, we have a yeah. Session IPA, yeah, that's if session you consider IPA. that.
0: Yeah. And what was that one? The Session IPA was like a five. Cycle. or something? Yeah. four uh, four nine a uh, four Okay. Yeah. See, i love my sessional ipas i love them i love
2: them. Uh, you know what and i'm actually drinking a lot of that right now too How are you um that and volksmarch are
3: pretty much where i'm going at this point yeah, i keep I- a keg of straw hat and a keg of uh river rat rye red ale at my house so 18
0: taps here and it's you guys yeah that's yeah, 18 ours.
2: we keep a cider on and we have um cold brew coffee and that's it everything else is us who's your cider from uh, right now we're serving Crispin, and we're about to switch to
3: Broski. Okay. Yeah, I tasted their ciders a couple of days ago. They were awesome. We've been nice. looking to switch okay. from Crispin. so Nice. They're yeah, out of, we they're much out prefer of a
2: Florida-made cider. That, exactly. Um, we just haven't found one that was, well, in the price range and yeah. our, our taste. Mm-hmm. We like dry. They're not cheap. No, so, no they're not. a yeah. lot of ciders. A lot of fine ciders I find really sweet. Uh So finding a good dry one's a little bit more difficult. And I realize where the market is for that. It's it's not me they're selling to. Yeah, exactly. So um, it's been tough for us there.
0: So when you started brewing, did we feel saisons were always going to be a thing? Or was it something you had to get into? Uh, Because I know you have some saisons on tap. Um,
2: I didn't start there, but got there pretty quickly. You Um, did, right? And the other thing that, you know, when I first started drinking craft beer... I was afraid of barley wine. I'm like, oh, I don't want wine. And now it's my favorite style. Okay. I, I could drink nothing but barley wine. My so wife we... would shoot me, but <laughs> I could do it. So should we get into that? Should we talk about yeah, that? Yeah, sure. So right. our barley wine's called Barnacle Manatee. Mm-hmm. Um, it won a gold and best Florida beer last year, and it went on to take best in show or best beer in Florida. How
1: crazy is that? Yeah, that
2: was batch six here. Okay. So the sixth beer, sixth beer we brewed on this system. What? won Best Beer in Florida.
1: <laughs> That's so
0: nuts. And you guys also that same year won Best Small Brewery.
2: Yeah, because Holy we shit. also won a bronze for our White Walking Tree yes. and a silver for Duke Snyder's. And then Duke Snyder's went on to win the GABF bronze for Imperial Stout. So <laughs> we've been pretty lucky. to Are you uh, saying that, though? You're going to use the word lucky? I no.
3: I guess. You know. Really? We have always said from the beginning of this project that we wanted to... true true to style I mean Mm -hmm. we used to submit to a lot of competitions and you have to be perfect to style you know you're super, you know, peanut butter and jelly, whatever the hell, might be delicious, but yeah. it doesn't fit into a style. Right. And well, you and say
2: that, but Funky Buddha won a yeah. medal
3: for... Field
2: beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Congrats. Yeah, year, yeah. One, yeah, they did one for field beer.
0: Yeah. yeah. It it is. Is. All right. So which one's the Barnacle uh, So the right Manatee. here. Okay, Barnacle Manatee. I was just going to say... So this, this is batch,
2: the second batch of Barnacle Manatee, this is a 2017 version. Uh, we just released... Uh, the 2016 barrel-aged version. We have a red wine barrel-aged that got a write-up in Beer Advocate, so you can see that. Oh, I'd love to see that. Um, what
0: red wine? Like, what was that?
2: Uh, we got a bunch of red wine barrels from a place called Sawyer Vineyards in Rutherford, California. Okay. Um, and we aged the Barnacle Manatee Damn. in that for eight months, and we also did a, a whiskey um, from Chattanooga Whiskey Company. So we have both those bottles there available now.
0: I'm the I'm the wine guy. He's the bourbon whiskey guy. I prefer so. the wine myself. <laughs> All right, here I go. Barley wines and I—it's just never been like. But it's,
2: cool. it's a tough style for people. Mm-hmm. But you know what I find is, um, ladies who don't normally drink beer, you give them one of those, and they don't. It doesn't taste like beer what they think beer tastes like, oh and
3: they'll God. just go crazy on it. And you have to stop them because they'll have three an of them. Style. You know, which is less aggressive than the American mm-hmm. version.
0: When you think of barley wine, mate, that's it. You you open a bottle, and you you are, that's it. That is what you're drinking for the next hour, hour and a half. You're, yeah, you're you going you, with that bottle. You want it
2: <laughs> warmer, you want it in the 50s, and you yeah. want it in a snifter. Yeah. And, you know, you you can share it with a friend if you want to, cool. but you don't have sure. to. As you should. Well, that air. one's only, that's only 9.4? Nine, uh, 9.6. 9.6. Um so it's not crazy. I mean, I've had barley wines up into the 13%, 14%. Right. Um, oh, this is so drinkable. One of man. my favorites was that. It was a barley wine called Old Cellar Dweller. Uh, I forget the name of the brewery. I found it up in uh, Washington. It's a Canadian brewery, and that was amazing. This is amazing. And you still have bottles here
0: available still. Yeah, we uh, have the, both the whiskey the, uh, and the, whiskey.
2: the wine barrel, aged available here in the tasting awesome. room.
0: I mean, somebody might be listening to this in March or April of next year, but, you know, I say keep bottling them.
3: Yeah, here you go. Well, we've invested heavily into our barrel aging program. Good. Uh, We've been lucky enough to have a good connection out in California for wine barrels. Good. So we're... Yeah. This is is maybe... This is probably less than half that you see here. The rest, our sour program is in the back and in this room here. Want to talk more about the sour program? Yeah, we have... um,
2: almost 30 between whiskey and wine barrels aging right now with mixed culture holy so we have um daily daily chores our saison that's with brett we have two collaborations one with sailfish where we actually went and brewed at their brewery on their three barrel and filled four oak barrels and then we had the same thing with orchid so we have a golden sour with sailfish and a flanders red with orchid um and they're starting to mature pretty well you know nice. getting through that weird stage and yep. starting to taste <laughs> yep. good barrel fermented yeah. yeah um and then we have a, a bunch more we have a, a dark saison and a light saison we just brewed uh 14 barrels that was 12 oak barrels so that how's are that, fermenting in the back right now
0: how's that doing here in vero Uh, Maybe I'm in my 60s. I'm used to my beer. Maybe I'm in my... Even my 40s, 30s, I'm used to my beer. Mid-20s, I'm used to my beer. Try this. If it comes to a Saison, try this. Um, Are we seeing more people getting into the Saison here? I've
2: found a lot of people that won't drink a Saison until you hand them a free sample. And then they're like, oh, wow, that's delicious. So it takes selling it to
3: them. A lot of women maybe that only drink wine exactly and it's like hey well give this a try yeah and it's yeah. unlike anything they've ever had it's not Bud Miller Coors you know They. it's I, still light and it's still crisp so it fits
0: one of the main reasons I would ever want to be like a bartender or serving beer is to see that just to see someone go from this is what I drink da 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 and being able to watch them try their saison their sour you know giving somebody a blueberry cascade bottle for the first time would be my like you've never had a sour before no yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Giving them that cascade bottle and going, try that and tell me no. Yeah. I, Yeah. Uh, you could chop my pinky off right now if you said I would never drink that again. Because, yeah. yeah it's, it's, they're amazing. Yeah. I um, love seeing how people react. So we've State done Johnson one Sours. kettle sour
2: uh, that we treated with lime called Limey Sailor. Uh, that went over really well. Yeah, people um, missed that one. But none of our barrel-aged sours have come out yet. We're, right. We're pushing a year on some of the first ones we did, yeah. and they're really starting to taste good. Um, so we should see them here over the next couple
3: months. Hopefully. Yeah, look like for us at the Florida Brewers Guild uh, Barrel-Age and Sour Fest. Yeah, we're going to bring a in true barrel-aged sour right. up for December that. December 9, we'll be there with some goodies. Yeah,
0: I was supposed to, I need to take work off for that week. Like, that week yeah. I'm being told you have to because it's It's a fun one it's
3: really small it's a great little event but it's a
0: lot of great sours yeah and barrel aged and barrel aged I'll be more like barrel aged and I see again that's the thing I love my wine I love my barrel but a lot of it hits that 10 and higher like 10.5 and holy shit yeah you know when you're
2: going to put a beer into a barrel and let it sit there for a year it's going you gotta put something strong in otherwise it won't mm-hmm. mature well right so it's kind of I the see way a that lot goes. of lines
3: for the sours yeah I
2: love um, it. but back on to saisons um, one of the other beers i poured you was la frog so okay. it's a super saison so which means it's over seven percent this is eight and a half uh and this is a french saison i
0: love that smell super saison gotta get him a cape little frog with a cape on it <laughs> Oh, wait, I have to give it to Brennan first. I'm not Maybe sick. We'd we'll love to talk to our is graphic it? designer. No, Let's see if our frog I'm needs a cape end for of the bottles. Sick. So yeah, <laughs> just give him a cape and little little arms flying out. How is it? <laughs> it's fucking awesome. That is a dangerous a... That, that, that uh, you
3: gotta really resist the temptation on that third one. <laughs> yeah, that's I, where things go down. I've certainly gotten
2: trouble with that one um, and had to have my wife come and pick me up because <laughs> you're like, oh, I'll have a little frog oh that was delicious and it went down yeah. so quick i'm gonna have another la oh wow and you just it goes down so smooth yeah. Yeah, because you know that french saison attenuates so well um that beer finished at 0.9 play-doh so it's super dry and has a ton of flavor and it hides the alcohol so well um that it's just dangerous i would drive that two hours to have this beer again and not be able to drive another two hours home. But well, we, can always, we can always fill you a Crowler so you can drink it at home.
0: <laughs> oh, wait. Do you Crowler these? Can you Crowler Saisons? Can you? Yeah.
2: You could. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, it's so
0: crazy. I love seeing a Dixie here. Like, the fact that we, you guys... We love
2: our Crowler machine. Yeah. Um,
0: 18 months and you guys already have a Crowler machine.
2: We got that. Uh, we bought it the end of December. So, Shit. it's you know, with, with our community being on the water and so many people going to the beach on the boats and it's it's we have such a tourism you know most of our residents only live here half the year and they're in and out and it's families coming to visit so not buying you know seven dollars worth of glass to have one growler
3: makes a lot of sense yeah we're a retirement town here I tell people the average age at the bar is white hair Not always. Not completely true, but it's true. Well, I'm true. getting there. I'm getting there. We all are. But, yeah. you know, we get a lot of people that come in here and they're like, well, my grandson lives in Denver and he loves beer and they want to mail beer for their birthday or whatever the uh, occasion okay. may yeah. be. And it's like they don't want to, they're scared to mail glass um, and you got to pay for the glass and it's never going to come back. You right, know? So right, right, right. So the Crowler, that was the first big thing we bought and... It, it it's was, been great. It's a good decision. It's, yeah.
0: a, it's one of the best decisions. I love seeing that step to breweries. I mean, I get distro, uh, and I think distribution is so smart to have everybody being able to try the beer. But when it comes down to it, there is that local. Having people at the bar, getting yeah. to know them, and the fact that they could take that home and enjoy it there, and you know they're going to come back anyway. That's awesome. I think, honestly, a, a crowler system is one of the smartest ways to go, and
3: I love it. Yeah, a lot of beer traders, people mm-hmm. come in here and will buy four or five White Walking Tree IPAs, and within a week I see them on Untapped in four different states. You know, it's like, well, that's my handwriting.
0: Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> so how is that? Okay, so uh, so now that we're award winners, uh, GABF, uh, how'd that feel? How'd that feel for you guys? What was that like?
3: It was, was pretty amazing, really. Were you so, there? I was or, there. Okay, okay. It was a weird I was not, feeling. No. Um, <laughs> I wanted to be confident, but I was obviously like, don't be an idiot. Don't be confident. There's you know, so many Eight, beers in these categories. Yeah, we entered in the in biggest category. categories. I mean, there are 403 beers in IPA. It's like the mm-hmm. chance of us out of 403 beers. But if you're not... I guarantee you every single person in that room had the same pit in their stomach when it was their turn, when it was that category, yeah. when it was like, all right, we've got one in this category, we've got one in this category, and you're sitting there and you're like, I don't like this feeling, I don't like it. Well, let's talk and about then, your category, because you guys won in Imperial Stout. We did. Holy
0: shit. It's that's a pretty tough crazy. Category. Florida won yeah. <laughs> Imperial Stout. So for me, as a Florida, like I'm saying, as a Florida podcast like, that is a high honor to think that, like, a Florida beer is wearing a pair, uh, wear, uh, winning that
3: Imperial Stout. It was actually pretty cool. We were—I was just in uh, Tennessee for a wedding and uh, went over to Boone, and we were at uh, Appalachian Mountain Brewing Company, and the head brewer was like, oh, you guys saw my logo on my hat and was like, you guys won for Imperial Stout. I'm like, how the hell did you know that? Everybody
0: knows, guys. I'm and sorry. Like, so it really is, is a big deal. So the guys won
3: first and second <laughs> in that category— Two two different breweries. In Pennsylvania, right? For gold and silver and Imperial Stout. The head brewer at one brewery has been winning for his Imperial Stout for 12 years he's been winning. Holy shit. He started a new brewery, took his recipe with him, brewed it there. Sneaky little fuck. And his old brewery and his new brewery Won gold and silver in Imperial Style. <laughs> pretty sneaky, so sis. I'm gonna say that's a pretty badass recipe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you can so pull, really, two. we won second. Yeah, that's no. It was <laughs> a super cool it, feeling. <laughs> I mean. We all shared wearing the medal around Beer Fest for the day, and That's everybody awesome. comes up to you, and you see somebody else with a medal, and you're like, yeah, high five yeah. you know, just really, really fun feeling.
0: Is there, like, a uh, after party for you guys? Is there, like, a, a medals winner party? Like oh,
3: gosh, everybody- there was <laughs> parties everywhere. I'd never been to GABF. Either had either of the guys that were with me, and it, it was an eye-opener. Um, yeah. Yeah, that and it's in Denver. It's in Denver. <laughs> I still just, can't, believe I've never there's been. There's just so much going been on. There's so yeah. many yeah. great breweries there. It's time we go. Let's go. A walking yeah, tree it field trip. Wasn't enough time. I think next year I might not even go to the festival. I'll just go to all the breweries and all the events. There's so much going on. We went to the 50 Firkin frenzy at Epic. Uh, just hanging out at all the breweries oh, was awesome. That would have been amazing. I love Epic. Uh, so how
0: does it work for JBF? Uh, Uh, do they, do they reach out to you or how does this work? No, you have to be that you
2: have to do. Well, yeah, you, when the slots come open on whatever Mm -hmm. day it is, you have to be sitting at your computer and you have to register all your beers before everybody else does. Otherwise you don't get in. There's only so many slots, right?
3: um, The, The way it works is they allow everybody to say how many beers they would like to submit. And you have this deadline to say how many beers you'd like to submit. And when they hit that cap of as many people say they want to enter, you know, I said, I think six, I said I'd enter six beers. And then they take everybody that registered, see if they can physically handle... Right, that many beers. So right. They're pretty much maxed out at how many they can judge. I, oh, I don't they see judged how, almost eight thousand. I years. don't see how yeah. they could really grow it much more. What an enormous undertaking! I want to know. So then, like, from that point, they they divide it by how many people submitted and said, okay, everybody's that qualified. Everybody that registered on time, you are allowed to submit four. That was the number they came up with that okay. they Plus were confident Pro-M. that they could okay. judge. Okay, it's the most beers they've ever judged. Um, so yeah, we submitted four. We
2: submitted five, actually, if you count
3: the Pro-Am. So we um, a
2: separate our Dortmunder, which is a German lager. Um, our friend Etienne Bourgeois won a bronze at the American homebrew competition last year, which made him eligible, if he could find a brewery to brew his recipe, to enter the Pro-Am at the GABF. So we brewed that beer with him and sent... Senate. um we didn't win a medal obviously but yeah, there were 185 right. entries and three medals and it's a you know there's we no categories there. it's all of the categories so you know the, the competition is pretty tough in yeah. the, the pro-am it's crazy
0: yeah it, it's such an interesting way to, to have something that's the biggest beer festival in the states it really is i of think it's how the that, world Is it, it is the world right i mean i don't want to like i don't want germany going Hey, you know, uh, right. you're an asshole. Like, no,
2: I mean, it is the world. You the World Beer Cup's coming up. You know, Should probably enter some beers. We really like winning medals. <laughs> you guys, yeah,
0: you're on a roll. So if if you don't know, let's say let's say if you are ranking, uh, not gold, not silver, not bronze. Will they tell you where you're ranked? Do you, are you allowed to you reach out to say? You don't get a rank.
2: Um, they are supposed to send score sheets, that's which I have here. not okay. seen yet. But they normally, I've heard it takes about a month to a yeah. month and a half before they Some show up. breweries
3: have received GABF score sheets. We have not yet. Okay. Looking looking. the mail day. I'll go check the mailbox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Do they physically come in? The FedEx It would be drops cool drops if off. it was ranked, but it isn't.
0: Yeah, I would like to know because, yeah. Well, you'll okay. know if you, you get go a to score. the second
3: round. You get a score. Oh, that's okay. And you get a
2: score. But, I mean, that's about all you get. But yeah, I'm, ex- I'm super excited to see who,
3: how our other beers did. Yeah, the negative um, feedback, you know, or the you know, it's positive, but is is probably the reason I was so active in, in all the homebrew competitions because they tell you what they think is wrong. Yeah, you need what, that. What? Yeah, you know, flavors all you that know, doesn't meet the style. It might be yeah. a delicious beer, but if it's not perfect in the style,
2: and that's yeah, actually a good story. Um, we learned that firsthand. Um, the gold medal we won at um hogtown as homebrewers. We had submitted that same beer to another beer fest um and it got a super poor rating. But Ooh. at the bottom the judge was like you have this in the wrong category. Okay. It would do much better as okay. an 80 shilling. So we resubmitted the beer as an 80 shilling and won a gold medal. Shit. So I it's not that it was a bad beer. Right. It's it was just, just in the wrong category. Yeah. And that's you know for anybody out there homebrewing knowing your beer styles and mm-hmm. that BJCP or the World Beer Cup styles making sure that you put your beer where it should be not what you think it is right but what the style says it is and a lot
0: of people it's hard for them to say that no no no, no. it is this style and having to be like cuz okay. that's what the recipe to said change it yeah right. exactly
2: i brewed a i brewed a pale ale well no you really brewed an IPA cuz it's really hoppy yeah you know and there's your difference you don't get a medal or you get a gold right so Who's next in my lineup? Um, let's go to our flagship IPA, White Walking Tree, oh, which White would Walking be this Tree. one. Okay. Uh, so White Walking Tree is what we kind of call a Florida IPA, uh, low bitterness, nice hop aroma. It's cascade CTZ and Simcoe are the hops in it. Uh, oh, it's a super cascade. simple grain of uh, grain bill. Um, uh, we love it. It clocks in right at seven, one. Okay. Um, it's a just great all-around drinking IPA. And this is the one that won bronze at Best Florida Beer. Yeah, Fantastic. we wanted to
3: design a beer that was an IPA that you could drink at the beach, which just to me when we, you know, for years of homebrewing, just I would never do that. I wasn't going to drink an IPA at the beach. It's just it wasn't right. what you would buy. No. But when we designed the recipe, we wanted to keep it uh, as as, Light, as and little easy malt as, as possible. possible, I think this but is gonna... not be overpowering bitterness. It's... I think this is what Florida might be known for in the
0: next two to three years is making IPAs this way to where it is that, where it's really enjoyable heat-wise, beach-wise, uh, Intracoastal. You have Donald doing things like this that are just They're unbelievable. They're awesome up there. I love their beers. Unbelievable. Yep. And I like the fact that you guys aren't just making the beer based on, hey, what are, what are the customers going to say? Of course, we want that to be the feedback when you look at Untapped or something like that. But it comes down to I want them to be able to drink it a certain way, at a certain place, a certain time, a certain season, you know, things like that. This, this is that IPA. This is definitely a very clean, smooth
3: IPA. When I drink, I like to drink Party. more than one. <laughs> we, we like to consume yeah. a lot of beers. <laughs> so, so giant, multi IPAs that are just so heavy. Yeah. I don't, I can't stomach yeah. a, a few of them. I just can't. Yeah. Um, so what you're
2: gonna have next mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. something we came up with a few months ago uh, we take white walking tree right. uh, we take some used barrels that we've put some other beers through uh, and we treat it with oak okay so this is oaked white walking tree and we can barely keep this stuff on tap okay. it goes okay. very fast um, and it is super delicious oh, that's that's super like fresh oak. that's yeah. that came out of the barrels on I want to say Thursday of, oh, of last the aroma. week.
0: I don't know if you can smell this already, man.
2: It is. It's fantastic. The first batch we did um, at actually were the whiskey barrels that Barnacle Manatee was in. So we dumped the barley wine, and we immediately put IPA into it and oaked it. And I wish I could recreate that. And Damn, I will when right? we take out uh, Barnacle Manatee one. out of the next <laughs> set of whiskey barrels. But, you know, that's a once-a-year thing. The, mm. the barley wine really came the maltiness came through and the oak and it was just fantastic not that this is bad but no, that but first aroma batch was bad. the aroma pretty was badass
0: and then the, the the flavor all right there you go so coming into walking tree any rules? Do we have any rules in the brewery
1: at all? Like, um, we, we didn't we, when we
3: started. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't. Um, we, we have done away with dogs. We are no, oh, okay. no longer
2: dog friendly. Yeah. Sorry, it, was, shanky, it was heartbreaking. Sorry. Why? Was. What happened? Well, we all we, have dogs. Yeah. So we um, just... It was cool to have them here, um, but we had some incidents. That, of dogs being assholes? Or? Of dogs yeah. being assholes. And their owners. And
3: yeah. the
2: owners being assholes. And the owners. The more that. dogs than owners. But, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So we're family friendly. So little kids and dogs until the kids start biting people and
0: uh, right. right, you yeah. know some the, dog the, the fear is to us when their dog yeah. gets bit by right. some
3: mangy okay. kid. <laughs> well, it's quite the
2: opposite of that, but we were advised that it was really stupid of us to do both of those things at the same time. So
3: oh shit, okay, yeah, it was yeah. it was, was easier to keep the kids than it was to keep, keep the dogs with as yeah. yeah. much it got to the family point. friendly events we do. There'd be a Saturdays and there's and there's twelve dogs in here. And it's all hard surfaces, and one or two of them start barking, and yeah, now you you know, we're busy, out. and bar staff's trying to tell owners, hey, if you can't stop your dog from barking, you guys are going to have to leave, and it just, it just got to the point where it's like, let's just get rid of it. A couple people got scratched in, in, a, in a bite, and it was like, luckily it was you know, not bad, but, you know, some kid gets their finger, finger mangled, you know, whatever it is, loses an eye, I don't know, I mean, just, I can't, we can't <laughs> yeah, have it that. Yeah, just,
2: so. we had to make the decision one or the other, and right. we prefer the dogs but the, the kids bring in the
3: families and you know, it is what it is it makes sense so. right the kids buy cokes right they make a fortune on cokes <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: other than that no there's no real rules stay behind the rope try not to uh, go back there you know it's dangerous don't throw anything at the brewers yep <laughs> yeah we're on display back there we feel like we're in the zoo a lot people Cat come up perfectly
3: okay. acceptable yeah
2: yeah yeah, you can, you can say whatever you want. Just don't throw anything. Yeah, it was pretty funny when we, we first opened. And, you know, I had been working here alone for a long time, two years almost, um, okay. before we let the public in. I worked here alone for a while. And then once we started construction hard, um, Alan came and started to become full-time here. Um, but up until we opened, it was just us. Yeah. It was like our clubhouse. Right. And then awesome. we were open to the public every day of the week. So when you're in the back brewing and you're up on the platform and you got people walking up to the rope and snapping pictures of you, you feel like you're in the zoo. What animal do you feel like? A monkey. I'm a monkey. (laughs) Start flinging poop back at them. It's like they start throwing things at you. I'm flinging my poop.
0: Um, and, or, you know, wet grain. You know, whatever. So what we normally say? So uh, don't bring religion or politics into... That was <laughs> one that I, well, I was told had to come up. So. Well, yeah, yeah, we do...
2: Uh, we have a Bible study here every Thursday. We do an event called Hymns and Hops where they come and sing... Um, hymns here once every other hymns month hymns for hops um, okay we do, hymns and hops yeah, that that's was, interesting that we also have, have a, a, also have a, a cool. men's choir that we sing once a month and do sea shanties to make up for the hop the hymns and hops um, which is very different yeah very different so we would sing traditional English or you know sailing songs yeah.
3: uh, imagine a so bunch bad. of men
2: trapped on a ship for nine months
0: it's that scene in Jaws where you're just singing on the boat okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and
2: work. then we try not to, we're, so we're politically neutral here uh-huh. um, but we do have last political night. events like yeah. last night where we had six candidates for city council sitting up on stage with That's us so taking cool. questions from the public and direct right at the candidates uh, they're I didn't fudge any questions. I read exactly what was on the paper every oh, single time. So you time. were the
0: one moderating. Yeah, I
2: moderated. Um, oh, Alan was the timekeeper with the bell. <laughs> that's so
0: and cool. You I, guys were actually like in charge of it. Yeah. So you were like the, we, the Lance yeah. Holton, uh, Lester Holton. Uh, that's yeah. awesome. It nice. um, that was a
3: great turnout, and that was you know the goal. I, I had hoped that a lot of the community that wasn't sure how to vote would come and maybe learn that. They were making a wrong decision or, or, or be confident in their decision. It's a big one around here. There's a lot of hot topics.
0: Of course. So, I, mean, we're, I mean, I'm not saying it's we're small middle town. of America, small town, right? Exactly. I mean, middle of Florida, small town. Um, I mean, I remember Vero Beach where the Pump Rock Kids, after a show, I'm going to get a water, and who the hell's that boy kind of thing, you know? And I remember those oh, yeah. days. I do remember yeah. those days. It wasn't days. that long was, ago. It's no, good old, yeah. The good old boy network is alive <laughs> so, and well here. Yeah, It's all about who you know. I love it. Okay, and then tomorrow is uh, for us right now in real time. It is election day for us here in, in Florida. Yeah. So, um, All right, so
2: let's end off with the, the last beer. Uh, um, so the last beer is the newest thing we put on draft. Uh, it's called Marsh Tacky, which is the name of the horse that was brought to the East Coast by the Spanish, um, and were used a lot oh, by really? the Seminole Indians here. Okay. So it's a short, squatty, little, strong horse. Um, so it kind of fit our American Strong Ale. Um, And this is my first attempt at American Strong Ale, So it's got a nice hop bite. There's a good maltiness to it, but it still dries out. And it comes in right at 8.9%. Okay. Um, I have still not had a full pint of it yet. I just haven't gotten around to. My wife stole mine last night. I poured one, and she took it from me and gave me her beer. So I tried. (laughs) um, But that seems to happen too much. So we're going to bring up family really quick. And then we're going to end off with one word that I, I,
0: in this whole interview, I'm loving that word. But family is in every interview that we do. How does the family feel about this? How are the wives like supportive? Obviously, because now you have a garage, Um, but and then they're stealing your beer. Uh, But yeah, so how's the family doing?
3: It it It, makes it's pretty incredible. I mean, Mike's wife Brooke has done all of our uh, our bottle labels. She literally painted thirty foot tall roots on the side of the building. She's a badass. Um, What did she do? She did our logo. Um, Okay, so she did the little. So my wife, she's homeschool mom okay
2: so she stays Uh, our older son now is in high school so he's a full load at the local college in high school Um, and then our younger son is would be a freshman in high school so she's dealing with two teenage boys all the time Mm -hmm. so she has a rough job yeah Um, but she does all of our artwork Um, she helped immensely with construction um, she was here when we were changing out columns, moving scaffolding. I mean, uh, she's been super supportive. My kids can't wait to be 21. They're at that point where they realize that it's not too far away, so they're excited. Um, That's
0: true, yeah, they're getting Yeah,
2: them. you know, my, my older son will be 17 next month. That's crazy. And, you know, he, he can't wait. I remember those days. So this beer right
0: here, man, you really haven't had a full pint of it?
2: Nope. Just a full pint a, would be dangerous. I've, yeah, had, I've probably had two or three ounces of that beer total. Really? Um, but really? probably
3: by the end mm-hmm. of the day, that'll change.
1: Man,
0: uh, I was going to say, you need to grab yourself one, because this is damn good. Damn good. Yeah, um, my
3: wife has been incredibly supportive. Uh, I <laughs> have been through quite a lot since we started this project. Um, I, I have a one- and two-year-old sons, so they happened during construction and our first year of it's business so where is, i have not been home very often oh, she brewery. works she part-time takes, she takes a the lot kids. She, yeah and I, I, I probably wouldn't have been able to do this i don't know if i'd have been a part of this without her she owned a house in idaho and sold it and gave me all the money to start this so i wouldn't be here without her
0: i'm tearing up dude i love that i, mean, I love that she I really believed
3: in it our
2: wives Holy all shit. of our families um alan's parents have been crucial they were uh, his father was one of our original partners if it wasn't for Paul we absolutely wouldn't be here he was the first person that stepped in and said okay guys we'll get this done let's do it and without him we would still be homebrewing.
0: and what is it like to them to see these medals come in and see this hype this this believe in the I mean you guys are uh, you're it like really as Florida is popping up on the map it's great to see Walking Tree in Vero Beach like every you're on everybody's tongue right now but here in Vero Beach the one thing I'm getting out of this interview is the word community I feel that this brewery is the centerpiece of that Uh, what's the community like and is there something that you could say to them right now as like a thank you or like holy (laughs) gosh I mean
3: other than thank you I mean we really built this place for the community I mean I've been very involved my father was very very involved his entire life he was I I mean and Immensely, I can't believe he accomplished what he accomplished in his life with three kids and, and still doing as much as he did. So I have big shoes to fill. Um, You're doing fine. <laughs> you <know? laughs> um, yeah, uh,
2: I never imagined that this place would be such a hub for our community. Um, you'll literally see two priests and a rabbi sitting at a table drinking beers together once or twice a week it's insane that that kind of stuff happens here and then there would be a family with like Alan said earlier there's a great grandmother and you know a family and then little kids and the little kids are playing Jenga and the parents are sitting here all having a beer and they brought in pizzas and it's you know great grandma's birthday party happening at a brewery we never imagined that that would happen and it's so incredible to see it and
3: it makes all of us just so humble that people come and do that here it's it's been amazing. I see people in suits with briefcases having business meetings yeah, which <laughs> like is crazy they are at summertime. work they're sweating having a beer in the middle of the day but yeah
2: it's been it's been insane
0: you guys are kicking ass man i'm so proud of you um and honestly 18 months 18 months yeah, yeah. are we is... we're over
3: 200 accounts now that we've been on tap in yeah yeah which yeah
2: pretty... distribution's been insane uh, we're Killing it on the Treasure Coast, thanks to Dan doing Woo-hoo! such hard work out there. Anything you uh, want
0: to say over there, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> we'll never hear that. But um, he
2: said it Dan said, "Yay!" Yeah. Uh, and now with Orlando coming online and uh, the Brevard market also, yeah. we're starting to pick up some really big uh, accounts in the resort areas, okay. uh, which is awesome. great volume accounts Smart. for us. And then. Uh, Tampa St. Right. Pete's going to start coming online here in the next month. It's pretty crazy um, when, a,
3: when a distributor sales rep calls you and is like, hey, man, I just want to tell you that we, we just took off a of high lie and put your IPA on. <laughs> oh, are you shitting me? It went to North Carolina, so there you go. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, local. Um, nothing but uh, high hopes for the next year. Um, hopefully this time next year we'll have a canning line. Um, so you'll start seeing us in package. Great, yeah. Um, and that's about it. The barrel aged stuff. We have all kinds of fun stuff coming. Uh, that French saison aged in oak on peaches. Our triple from last year, aged in oak on peaches. Uh, also, just barrel aged. Um, those bottles will be coming out here real soon. And there's a bunch more behind that. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. We have a lot of bottle releases coming up. And. We're not going to stop making new beers. Uh, we've no. made almost 20 different beers since we opened. Shoot. And we'll keep making a lot of those again. But that just seems boring. So I like writing beer recipes. So right. we'll keep doing it. Good. Uh, congratulations
0: on the new, like more, not new, but expansion of the barrels. I mean, of the the tanks and, and everything. You guys are kicking ass. Please keep it up and it's so hard every time i say this in an interview i'm always like yep we'll come back we only get that monday to go and that's our interview day but we need to come back down here because it's been awesome so guys you've been awesome thank you guys thank you thank you thank thank you very much all right cheers guys So, that was Vero. Yeah,
1: okay, Vero. I didn't see much of Vero. Okay, no, we didn't, right? No, we uh, saw Walking Tree.
0: We did see walk- Walking Tree. So, um, let's, that's, let's, it. that's really it. Yeah, we saw the airport, we saw the Dodgers thing, and then Walking Tree. Yeah. But I think that was Vero. Uh, now, when we say Vero Beach, technically I don't think I've ever stopped off and went, oh, let's go to the beach. Yeah. Um... I think I have, like with the kids at discount or something like that, or with the bands, I think we went to the beach. If a band was coming from out of town, like Promise Ringer, get up kids like those bands. Yeah, you'd probably go to the beach, but I don't remember it. I really don't. So,
1: yeah, it's interesting. You know, so, okay, so I'm going to be honest here. Uh, a lot of times on What Ails You, when when Quinn says, hey, we're going to this community. In my mind, I think 50, 60 plus. I'm thinking like retirement community. I'm thinking like... Wha- where are we going? Yeah. Uh, and that might be shitty to think, but I just kind of set it up in my head that I'm gonna get something specific right out of our destination. So and guess what? It, it wasn't that. Walking Tree wasn't that.
0: No, not at all.
1: It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. That building was really rad. Even though it's from 1940s. Oh, it- it's better than better than most of the buildings we've been to.
0: It was insane
1: massive everything is in one room let's like i mean
0: I, I get the office and that little rental room have their own doors but no but that building is cool so cool it's yeah. gorgeous and that's what i've heard i've heard oh it's a it's a great building it's a gorgeous building yeah. you're going to love it i loved it hands yeah. down uh their beer is great great uh well deserved uh what was it two episodes ago we were with our we were with
1: Brew Hub doing yeah. Rome City yeah. you know talking so talking about GABF and these yeah. guys brought home some metal for Florida too yeah so, awesome.
0: we appreciate that, guys. Thank you. And well-deserved. Oh, yeah, yeah, well-deserved. So, um, I love it. I love what they, they poured. Yeah. Their stories are fun. They're funny. Yeah. They were funny dudes. Yeah. So, uh,
1: well, here's here's my favorite part. Uh, something we talk a lot about in ails Ailsia, and you said it at the end of that interview, but we talk a lot about how a brewery should represent a community. Yeah. I love that Walking Tree is right at the heart of Vero Beach. Mm-hmm. Dude, like, the fact that they have, like, a town... Town hall Mm-hmm. on any given night, and they're, and they're the willing moderators. to host that, and they're moderating <laughs> the town hall. Like that's that was so ne- cool, man. That's the next city council moderated Fuck. by your local brewers. I like, want to do that. Like and everybody's drinking beer. Can you imagine? That's fucking fun. Yeah, that's gotta be fun. That's in Florida. Yeah. For fuck's sake, that's, that's not in Florida, but that's yeah. in Florida. Yeah. But then like, on another on. night, they're you know they have like what do they have, have? Hops and hymns. Okay, so
0: let's be honest. We want to bring up the the religious thing, but yeah, I mean they have hops and hymns. That's cool. So I get behind that. Yeah, I, probably, I never thought you would put the two together. I'm Is it something with politics more and
1: inclined religion to be part of that she santi choir?
0: I, I yeah, I think our I choir. think our listening
1: base yes would be as well. Dude,
0: that's fucking I hilarious. I want to see that. Um, yeah. yeah, it just seems like there's they're so welcome to anything. I'm sure if a D and D crowd came in saying we want to play our Dungeons and Dragons night
1: here. Fucking sure, do dude. it. We've got the space. You have that space. Yeah. Like, you can do it. Dude, so. seriously, they have a massive building, and it's beautiful. Beautiful. I love being there. Yeah. Just because of how beautiful that space is.
0: Did you notice how many TVs they had?
1: No. Honest. Two. Okay. That's... I mean, they're big, but Given, in that big yeah, space, yeah. there's only two. Given the size of the building, those TVs are minuscule. Yeah,
0: exactly. So I think that's kind of cool, too, is that... You're not getting drowned out by, if it's NFL, the World Series. I mean, you know, I'm you're sure the Dodgers. You're there for the brewery. Yeah, you're there for the brewery. I'm yeah. sure people did watch the, the Dodgers play in the World Series. But you're there for the brewery. Yeah. And I like the fact that Alan's behind the bar. Mm-hmm. He's proud to be behind the bar. So it's just everybody. It's Great, great machine going for 18 months. Uh, they'll be there 18 years and more. I mean honestly. I think so, dude. yeah. That building is built to
1: last. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like the, the way party. in which they're making beer true to style is is really unique. It's it gonna is. be something that's gonna outlast trends in beer. It's gonna yeah. be something that outlasts tastes that But they're doing the trends have. too.
0: So what that's they're playing it uh, safe yeah, by true. doing both. They are, but they're they're fluctu- the ones that they're gonna have at all times are staying traditional style. Yeah. Uh, which I appreciate a lot. So I, I say it's definitely worth the drive, and there is an ale trail for them as well. They're doing yeah. their own form of ale trail. So, Sailfish being on there, Orchid being on there, Orchid being on there. So, it's not like you're just doing what feels so great about the Central Florida ale trail, where it's all so close to each other. But at least you do get to say, there's only seven stops. I'm not completing this in a month. Right. I could take my time with it as much as you would do that probably here, because we have 20-something stops. Yeah. So... It, it's there's a great community, and I love it. I love it. I yeah. love who they are. They're young, and they're kicking ass. So yeah, yeah, yeah they're
1: babies, man. I thought that was awesome. And okay, they're well, kicking I'm ass. Out. No, that's the truth, though. Yeah. The awards that they have, and God, and the place that they've established, yeah. The building they've built, and the community they've already corralled into that space. How
0: did they do it?
1: It's awesome. It's like they're the Pied Piper, just staying still like it's weird the, is the
0: <clears throat> the beer the flute but they're staying still and people are just gathering around to be there yeah. and it's awesome Dude, it's, it's awesome cool. yeah it. I appreciate them a lot uh guys thank you so much well <clears throat> thank you to Danny for hooking this up I mean honestly I met him at 1010 uh my friend Rob was getting a position as being their sales rep here in Orlando he's gonna do a kick ass job Sunshine Kevin I hope you take good care of them cause I know you're going to uh it was awesome. Mike, uh, thank you. And Alan, thank you. Uh, great, great family. Jordan's name was dropped. I think I learned that after the interview. There's somebody, Jordan, there. So I want to say hi to him as cool. well. So, yeah. Thanks uh, to everybody that was there. It was a good yeah. interview. Great interview. Good times. Good times. Uh, good times to be had, guys. Uh, we're coming towards the end of the year, which is shocking. Yeah. So a lot of things we want to start talking about on the mic. And that's going to be uh, doing things a little differently. Uh, we're going to be bringing some guests on too just to kind of it's 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 november thanksgiving's coming and i want to give thanks to some people that made this happen for us so they'll be coming up and then we also have the end of the the year coming and music's always been such a huge part of it so we want to kind of start talking to bands and talking about music that that has been amazing in 2017 so i want to get into that um let's see the orlando beer festival if you are listening to this before the Orlando Beer Festival, which will be on the 11th of November, come see us. We're yeah. gonna have we're gonna have our beer, the greetings from What Pales Ya. We're gonna have that at uh, at the 1010 booth. Also, stickers will be at Hop On the 1010 booth. We'll have our own thing going. Uh, come see us hosting it we're there we're there it's gonna
1: be a good time so it's another uh, good opportunity yeah, to hang
0: yeah yeah it is a huge opportunity to hang out and uh you'll definitely see us i'm growing my facial hair for this one so you could me too is, yeah um <laughs> I'm, I'm catching up to you let me tell you i'll take about six years to do that um but besides that everything else um it's looking pretty damn amazing so uh do we drop a date can we start
1: talking about the beer release Think so, okay. Oh, I mean, we made a beer, we made a beer, we, uh, inevitably will release it,
0: and we drank that today. Yeah. So, we I had was a proud
1: man like the first time I tasted it, I was like, Holy shit, Quain, like this is awesome! It's fucking great, you and so, Horace and yeah, Mike, and the guys at 1010, like this is phenomenal.
0: So, guys, greetings from, uh, Greetings from what Palesy is going to be having its bottle release on November 18th. It's going to be everywhere on the social media because we want you to be part of it. Uh, the label is being done by Lore Design Incorporated, they're helping out, but Jillian Quain. You made that from scratch. You, there are Easter eggs in there that even you caught that you got excited about to hear you go, Oh my God, I'm in there. Uh, yeah. So, um, Jillian blew my mind. Uh, baby, definitely anybody that sees this beer label, when you see her, high five, hug her, everything. Um, have her sign the bottle because it is a fucking gorgeous bottle. It is awesome. It's so, be sweet. yeah. Yeah. Lore Design, uh, thank you uh, to them for helping putting in the little uh, other Easter eggs that need to go in there, as in logos and stuff, and uh, the government warnings that I would never understand how to do. So, uh, Lore, you rock. Um, anything else going on besides sad myth kicking ass?
1: Uh, no, man. I think that's it. That covers it. All right. We will see you. We'll see thousands of you oh, uh, next Saturday. week and sweet. on
0: Saturday. And um, I think we're gonna be recording as well, so I think that'll be this, the next episode. So we, I think it's gonna catch us by surprise. So we should have everything turned on. We should be mic the whole time. So, all right, guys, uh, till the next episode. We'll see you. Cheers.